You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton, and we come at you every single week talking Buffalo Bills football. Big Newt, we have uh, an interesting game to have spoken about, an interesting game coming up, but as they say, a win is a win, or is it? Yeah, I was just watching the game Sunday, man, and I was just thinking to myself, what am I going to say on this pod, bro, if we lose to Tyrod Taylor? But, hey, hey, we we, uh, squeaked it out, man, by the skin of our chinny-chin-chin, so we're going to talk about it. Let's dive in a little bit. Let's dive in a little bit. So the first question I'll ask you is, is this the same team that beat the Miami Dolphins? No. No? No, not at all. And... I want to start by this, and I think I said this last week, and now that we won and it's over, I I can't tell you, and, and, and this isn't indicative of Tyrod Taylor, because I love him. I, I met him. I mean, I posted the picture. I met him. He was kind to me and my children, took pictures with us. I like Tyrod Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, if we lose to Tyrod freaking Taylor on Sunday night football, you know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. it was hard, bro. <laughs> it was hard. Half of me was going to cut it off and just go to bed. I, I was like, no, you know, hey, I got a job. I got a duty. I got to watch this. But <laughs> I, I was just like, man, if we lose this game, that would have been some depths of something we haven't felt in a couple of years, bro. And the and the question is, I, I, I know it's a win. You take wins where you can get them. Yes. But – it seemed like they it seemed like the Bills deserved to lose that game. We lost that game. Mm-hmm. Make no make no doubts about it. And we're not trying to do hot takes for y'all. We Jamie, one thing that's why you and I became friends, right? We we pretty much are eye to eye with things and we see things pretty much the same way. Like we we're not fanatics. We're not, oh yeah, you know, don't talk about no, we're gonna tell you to you straight. We should have lost that game. Giants deserved to win that game. And I was thinking to myself, man, when they did the player introductions, dude, you know what I'm saying? The left tackle. This dude was unemployed, bro. He was unemployed. (laughs) He said in the intros. In the intros, they say, you know, Chris Newton, Missouri Western State University. This dude said, whatever his name, well, I forget his name. but Pew. Pew, thank you. This dude was like (laughs) straight off my couch. He didn't even say his university, bro. He said straight off my couch. And that's literally where he came from. And I'm like, if we if we don't have 10 sacks today, and we didn't, we only had, mm-hmm. I mean, we have three. Let me look at the stats. Mm-hmm. I think we had like three sacks. 
I remember Epinesa's one. That was the big one. That's one of the positive things which we're going to get into. But I'm like, man, if we let Tyrod Taylor beat us, and, and to be honest with you, and we always said that this is going to be the Josh Allen thing, and Josh Allen didn't play well. Now, granny, he might have got hurt. One of the hits he took, some saying that he uh, hurt his shoulder. So kudos mm-hmm. to him for toughing through it, you know, being greedy and getting through it. But, man, yeah, I mean, him and Tyrod Taylor were the same. Him and Tyrod Taylor was the same. Matter of fact, his Tyrod Taylor's QBR was higher. His QBR yeah. was almost 51. Josh Allen's was 46. The QB rating was 81 versus 87. So they were basically mm-hmm. the same. And, yeah. and that can't happen. And we and we talked about that all the time. So the most positive thing about it is, hey, hopefully this is behind us. And now we can move on to New England. But I'm telling you, man, that, that was bad, bro. And it, it, the sad thing about it is it was on national TV. That's mm-hmm. what I don't like about the whole thing. If this was regional Sunday, 1 o'clock CBS, I could live with it more. But everybody saw it. You, don't, you can't imagine how many texts I got saying, man, that was bloody awful. Bloody awful. My buddy Rodell is a diehard Giants fan. He's from New Jersey. And his birthday was on Tuesday. And... I'm sorry. His birthday was on Monday Mm -hmm. and I wrote to him, happy birthday. What'd you think of the game? And he said, the thing that pisses me off is the absolute last thing I will remember of my 46th year on this planet is that game. (laughs) (laughs) And the very last thing he'll remember is in fact, that play that throw to Darren Waller in which Taron Johnson was all over him. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, one of my good friends, Dr. Jason Williams in St. Louis, he's from uh, New Jersey. So he's a big Giants fan. He uh, played football at Montclair State up there. And he texted me. He's like, man, y'all robbed us. And he was like talking to him. But, he, you know, he's not like a diehard like that. It was just more funny. But, yeah, I mean, because at the end, dude, that was a pass interference. <laughs> oh, that, was, that, that could have been so many different penalties. Yeah, and <laughs> and they let us get away with it, thank God. And usually, you know, Buffalo Bills come on the wrong end of those plays. That's why I'm like, right. that, that easily was pass interference or holding or something. Make no sense and, you got it. And, and the roughing the passer call yeah. that was called in favor of the Bills yes. was like it, it, another call. And I'm like, man, are these reps in the bag for the Bills? It's about time. Oh, oh now we talking about the, the opposite. Consp- now we talking conspiracy theories, huh? See? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Usually it goes against us. But I tell you, man, I, and I don't know, Vegas. I mean, it was it was a situation where we were 15-point faves. And yeah. I don't even think we scored 15. How many we scored? 14? 14. So, we, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people probably took us over, over uh, in the over. So, uh, Vegas probably made a little money. But, you know, I digress. We're not going to talk about that. Just Google it. But, um, yeah, if we – Tyrod Taylor, man, when he was our quarterback and, you know, we, we were on this show, we talked about it all the time. And we wanted a new quarterback, somebody's better. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, dude, if – That would have been – I'm not going to say it's devastating, but it would have been bad. We, like, it would have been definitely piling our face this week, and I would have been like, hurry up and get to next Sunday and get to New England. So, the way I see it is the only way we can go is up at this point. So, yeah, I it, hope. It, it looks like it. Or, or 
this is who this Buffalo Bills squad is at this point. Are we this or are we the team that hung 100 on Miami just a few weeks ago? Right. Are we this? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. We have to do, We have to dive into the numbers, bro. We got to dive into the numbers. Yes, let's do it. <sighs> Stefan, once again, we always try to talk about a couple of things we did. Like Stefan Diggs, 10 catches, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. But he was targeted like 20 times, right? How many? Oh, no, he was targeted 16, 16, 16 times, excuse me. Which is three more times than anyone else was targeted. And that's going to probably be combined. Injured. Right. And so now it's starting to look like we're just the, you know, the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs show. Um, it is. But James Cook, 14 carries, 71 yards. That's a 5.1 average. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You know? So is it a situation where we should have given him the ball a few more times? Lata- uh, Latavius Murray, 12 carries, 45 yards, 3.8. All right. So maybe he, James Cook should have had a few more carries. Maybe he get towards the century mark. Mm-hmm. Um, we rushed for 20, we rushed 29 times for 128 yards. New York rushed 34 times for 132 yards. Saquon Barkley, that one drive tore us apart. Tore. It tore us apart. That one drive, right? Other than that, I feel like we uh, had a bother. Also, um, I don't know if you saw. Um, I'm, no, I'm getting off the subject just a little bit. We're gonna go back in. Uh, Leonard Fournette was supposed to come and take a visit to uh, one Bills drive today, and I just got a text saying they canceled. So we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon, um, and so I guess he's getting interest. Uh, Leonard Fournette from LSU played uh, most recently with uh, the. Tampa Bay Bucks, he was going to visit because apparently um, Damian Harris, although he got carted off the field, and I know that was a scary moment for all of Bill's Mafia to see that image again, uh, he will be okay. It's uh, next sprain, I think. So mm-hmm. he has moving all of his extremities, which is a blessing, but we don't know right now how long he's going to be out. So we're, we're looking to bring in another running back, but he decided not to come or we decided not to host him. So that's not on the table anymore. Got it. The latest breaking news. Yes. Big Chris Newton. You know, man, I'm like Adam Schefter, man. Just call me baby Shefty. (laughs) (laughs) So back back to the game. Yes. I I do want to talk about the Bills run defense because it seemed like it was doing pretty well. And then late in the game, Dude started getting tired. We had uh, Ed Oliver playing like 84% of the snaps, which is way more than Bill's defensive linemen stay in the game. Mm-hmm. And Puna Ford, after being in for consecutive plays in which consecutive huge runs were given up, they took him out and we didn't see him again. Mm-hmm. Jalen Phillips, he's occasionally a good pass rusher, not a tough guy against the run. This team is hurting, Newt. And we are talking about going up against a Giants team that was missing three to four of their starters. Yes. Literally bringing in guys off the couch and putting them in at guard and then needing to move that guard over to left tackle. Yes. They're that that short of players, and the Bills still gave up a bunch of big runs. Now, there were times the Bills' defensive line was 
absolutely as dominant as it should have looked. In fact, on a few of the plays, I <laughs> I was watching with some friends and I was like, ooh, that was the kind of jailbreak you used to see <laughs> the Buffalo Bills offensive line have. Like they're just there there were times that the Bills defensive line just blew up the Giants offensive line and had yeah. three guys in the backfield within a second. Yes. Yes. That was great. But why didn't that continue? And I want to add to that, I believe it was a, I want to say it was maybe the second quarter. It was a fourth and one. And mm-hmm. then they tried to get, we blew it up in the backfield. So, yes, you're right. I, I, it, I don't understand. I don't know. I just think this is one of those things where it's like Jacksonville first half, where maybe we were complacent. Uh, we didn't take them seriously. And, they had nothing to lose, and they played like. And Brian Day was a good coach, man. I mean, well, yeah. if I and I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to give the world a hot take. But if Brian Dable for some reason was to get fired from the Giants, I would want him back as our old coordinator tomorrow. And I'm oh, sorry, sure. Ken Dorsey, but that. But now we're just talking philosophy, right? To me. I, once I lose somebody like Brian Dable, I'm going to try to find the best office of mine I can find. I don't have time to for somebody learning on the job. You know? Yet and, at the same time, people will argue in league circles that Ken Dorsey is a top five offensive coordinator in the league. If you, and that, that that's very true, right? But let me ask you a question. If you could have Brian Dable today, who would you rather have? I think I would rather have Brian Dable. Okay. We don't have time for, like, and don't get me wrong, you're right. Our office is one of the lead offices in the league, right? But it's little things, it's situational things. I feel like it's bad habits, once again, that Josh Allen has that I think Brian, we didn't see with Brian Dable. That's all. Which, so, which I mean, ones? I guess that's what I'm looking at. Which ones? Like, let's just say the last touchdown, the second touchdown. That easily could have been picked, right? You throwing the double coverage to a tight end who never plays. Now, luckily, we made the play, and you might be like, well, new, you nitpicking. That's fair. That, that's fair. But I just think the bad habits that he's we've shown, all the interceptions he's been throwing, I think he's a – I mean, we both agreed on that, that he's he's developed in bad habits and he's playing like he first – when he first got here, when it comes to little things. Like, he's throwing a ton of yardage. Don't get me wrong. He's throwing a bunch of touchdowns, but the interceptions and the mistakes, running one way, throwing across the body, that easily Newt. against a good team, that could have got ugly. That's all. Newt. Yes, sir. 13 touchdowns versus six interceptions. His rating is 102.8. He went into the game leading the NFL in completion percentage. Yep. The dude has been lights out this year with the exception of the stupid Jets game. He's been taking care of the football. I don't know what bad habits you're talking about. That that play to Quentin Morris. How could... How can you criticize that? Like, you can't have it both ways, dude. Like, what, you you want him to make a play, but you also don't want him to make plays? Like, what 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 are we doing here? And are we putting them in a position where no matter what they do, they can't win? Josh Allen made a great play on what was a broken play because he had to leave the pocket. Did he throw across his body a little bit? Yeah, he sure did. Mm-hmm. Did he 
did he thread it between two defenders? Yeah. Yes, he did. But you know what? It was a touchdown. And these are the kind of plays that only this guy and Patrick Mahomes can make. And we're mad at him for it? Uh, Newt, you ignorant slut. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad. All I simply said was what you just agreed with me on. If you had a chance to have Brian Dable, would you take him back? And you said yes. I, t- I said yes. Okay. The, the, that's, all the reasoning, that's all I'm saying. But the reasoning you gave for it, where you're unhappy with Josh Allen, I just can't get on board with ooh, that. Ooh, yeah, ooh. he's been pedestrian the past couple of games. No, Absolutely. I didn't but, say Josh Allen, get rid of him. I, I, I never said that. <laughs> I never said that, Jamie. All no, I, I know you didn't say get oh. rid of Josh Allen, but like, I, how are how are we saying that Ken Dorsey is at fault here when, like, it, like, you, well, first of all, you said Josh Allen has regressed. I don't agree with that. I I think last year he may have. This year he looks like he's taking a step forward. Oh, okay, all right, sounds good. I'm duly. Oh, noted. you made me so angry right du- now. Duly noted. Okay. So when what, this offense, what, why do why do you on. do this to your father and I? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so when we put up fourteen points and then we look like crap against ja- Jacksonville, that's okay. All right, duly noted. I remember <laughs> that. So I'll sit quietly over here when a couple of weeks from now, when you and the people listening to this get upset, and I'm just gonna be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I told I, you I, all that a couple of weeks ago, and now you're on board with it. I am not happy with the offensive output. But I don't think it's because of Josh Allen's bad habits. If you want to criticize Ken Dorsey, I would say let's criticize things like he's not doing a great job of scheming guys open. Okay, great. That too. (laughs) But I'm not not pointing at Josh Allen as being the cause. Well, what I'm trying to say is I think you said he got 13 touchdowns and six picks, right? Yeah. All right. So Brian Dables, and we don't know. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. I can take that. That's fine. Because now we're arguing with semantics now. Yeah, I guess That's you're fine. right. That's fine. I can take that. But I'm saying the same thing you're saying. It's just you don't like my reasoning. But that's that's fine. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. probably that's fair. fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> I like it. Um, But he needs to be better. Our office needs to be better. So, it does. It, it should be putting up more points than it has against – the 28th ranked defense. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I'm noticing is when in the past two weeks, when teams have brought an extra rusher, the Bills have not done a good job of compensating for that. And I'm seeing a big issue is being James asking James Cook to block. When he's yes. in there, yes. he his technique is awful. He whiffs regularly. Yes. The, the guy is a terrible blocker, and that that's really decreasing the amount of time that Josh Allen has to scan the field. I agree. And that's probably the reason why he can't be on the field more and perhaps get more carries like we talked about a few minutes ago. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. The one where he got hit, he did not step up at all in the hole and hit the uh, – I forgot who it was. The blitzing linebacker. And so Josh Allen got chased out the pocket and he didn't even uh, – uh, he didn't even touch him. So I totally agree with that. James and Cooper. yeah, that's that's been an issue when teams have been sending six, uh, six pass rushers. You know, the, the time has been uh, great, greatly dwindled. And, you know, I think part of the issue that they have and 
we, we're seeing it a little bit is the Bills are struggling against man-to-man coverage because they only have one player that can consistently get open against man coverage these days, and that's Stephon Diggs. Right. So what do you do with that? You try to get the tight ends more involved, and then, you know, Dawson Knox will break your heart every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, he had one crucial drop, man, that could have sealed the game before we kicked it back off. I mean, he got to make catches. And I don't know how much Dalton and K being missed, but it isn't like he getting a whole ton of usage either. Right. Um, and let's talk about that play that, that you're referencing. It was third and eight. The clock was marching down. The Bills needed one first down basically to ice the game. And that was the the play-action pass. Like, everybody thought they were going to run it, but it was a play-action pass. Yes. Dawson Knox is wide open. Josh Allen short-arms the ball. I mean, Knox is so wide open, it's ridiculous. Josh Allen throws it at his feet for some reason. Knox goes down, gets both hands on it, but doesn't haul it in. That game should have been over in that moment, and they both choked. And that's gutsy. I mean, you put it in your franchise quarterback's hands. If we run the ball, at least the clock is ticking more, too. And for him to be wide open, your boy Josh Allen missed the throw. Dawson Knox didn't catch it. That was a billsy yeah. play, man. That was a that was a billsy play right there. So it it was it was a bad throw by Josh Allen. Don't know what he was doing on that. I don't know. It's like he was trying to guide it in instead of just just step and throw. Earlier in the game, you saw it. It was a, a throw to Diggs. It was like a a twenty yard out or twenty five yard out, and he just sailed it over his head. Just, no, right. not not that one. Oh, I'm, I'm not talking that about one. the one that, that okay. No, the one that that was completed. He just oh. like he was perfectly in rhythm. Sent a dart in there. Put it right on Diggs' chest. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we getting more of that, man? I have no idea. And now here I am arguing out of both sides of my mouth. Exactly. I was just, <laughs> I was just hoping you was going to recognize that, but you know, you jumped down my ass on national TV or national podcast, and yeah, you're you're just making <laughs> argument. <laughs> we go through this all. Josh the time, Allen y'all. is not beyond criticism. <laughs> yeah, he sailed a couple over the head. I don't know, man. It just. It just wasn't right, man. No, you're right. The offense is out of sync right now. Yes. And, and this they're having we... a hard time with extra pass rushers and getting open. Yes. And like you said, man, I mean, we got to get guys involved, man. Like, I'm very disappointed in Trish Sherfield. I thought he was going to be more, you know, involved in the offense, and he's, like, not existing. I mean, like we said, I know I'm repeating myself again. It's just the, you know, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs show, man. And I don't know how far that's going to get us, y'all. And I, I'm proud of the defense. And once again, it sounds a lot of negative. I'm proud of the defense. I mean, yeah. with our injuries we sustain and the hold up, they're making their end of their bargain. But that can only lasts for so long. <laughs> and we used to talk about that during the Tyrod Taylor era. The mm-hmm. defense can only pull you for so long. Before, you know, you got to be offensively 
I mean, we got to be more consistent, especially against these type teams. That's all. But once again, all is not gloom down and gloomy. I mean, we got another team who's really um, coming in in New England Patriots this weekend. So hopefully we mm-hmm. can get on track. So I just thank God that Sunday night we wasn't playing a good team or even a decent team because we would have got blown out at home. Oh, there's there's no doubt about that. If if you bring in a team that has their entire offensive line intact, oh, it would have <laughs> been ugly. That ranks better than 28th defensively. It would have been Yeah, that would have been ugly. It would have been bad. But like we always say on this show, man, hey, Scrubs, they beat good teams all the time, man. I mean, we saw a couple this weekend, right? The yes, and the other thing that you say all the time is that the NFL is fluid. Yeah. I will remind fluid. listeners that the year the Rams won the Super Bowl only a couple of short years ago. They didn't win a single game in the month of November. Right. And everybody put them out to pasture and said, they're done. Let's see what they can do in the offseason. And they turned it around. Yeah. Th- this Bills team can turn it around. They can. And, that, and I was thinking about this during the game, right? I was thinking to myself, sometimes you don't want to – I don't want to be raunchy and say what the adage is. I'm trying to think of something better. You you don't want to peak in October. You want to be peaking in January. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know the old adage, you don't want to shoot your, you know, too soon, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, man, our offense is one of the tops in the league. Everything looking good. Even though we took a bad loss to the Jets, you know, we lost to Jacksonville. All right, we want to continue to get better. And that's why I say you can only go up from here, but you're right. I guess literally you can stay the same, but hopefully we continue to get better, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's on the coaching staff to push the buttons. That's up to Josh Allen um, to continue to make this offense. Because uh, the defense, I feel like even though we got exp- – I feel like McDermott is a great defensive mind. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I know what I'm getting with him. I mean, it's plug and play. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you go and look at the stats, let me click back on it. Let me click back on it. I got to go back to the stats. I'm sorry. If you look at the defensive snaps, man, Teron Johnson, 15 tackles. Terrell, mm-hmm. uh, Terrell Bernard, 12 tackles, nine of them solo, three tackles for loss. Uh, Dorian Williams, the rookie, 10 tackles, six for uh six solos. You know what I'm saying? So we just plug and play. And 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 once again, I'm not, you know, I'm saying it's all year long, not just you know this game, because obviously the Giants were beaten down. But for us to put this, we lose, we don't know uh what's gonna happen. Um I'm sorry, I'm reading the text. I'm sorry. So we don't know we gonna what's gonna happen to uh Miller. And I mean he's on a pitch count. Um, but I'm telling you, man, mm-hmm. with Leonard Floyd, he gets in there. Leonard Floyd is everything we can ask for when we sign everything. Everything, bro. And so uh he's getting sacked. AJ Epinesa. We was wondering who should we get rid of? AJ Epinesa or Boogie Basher. Well, it don't look like we we made a mistake there. You know? No, I don't remember Boogie even being on the field against the Bills. Yeah, I forgot that he was on the daggum team. 
You know, I did too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Greg Rousseau's looking the part. Like, so hopefully Miller could come back just because of what we're paying him. We need him to be what we pay him, right? But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, we got guys stepping in, and I'm and I've been hearing a lot of people, man, Kyrie Elam, man, he looked like trash. Kyrie Elam didn't look that bad. He 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 gave up a player too, maybe gave up a penalty. But if you look at Pro Football Focus, his uh, grade wasn't too much different than Bedford's grade. Mm-hmm. You know, so guys are getting in at the rash of injury. A lot of a lot of people can't suffer the injuries that we've suffered and still be productive. But our defense, man, I tell you, man, you can almost write it down in pen and marker. You know what you're going to get from them. And I think it's arguable that Terrell Bernard has been an improvement at middle linebacker. Ooh, hot take. Over Edmonds? I mean, you mean over you Edmonds? Know, over Edmonds, I, yeah. Because if you look at the stats, pretty much Bernard has better stats across the board this year. Mm. Now, I know stats lie. I, I do know stats lie, but is more tackle for loss. He has more sacks. He has more interceptions. He has more tackles. I mean, he's been very productive out there. And to me, a revelation. Because yeah. we were very concerned about yes, that position we going in. And he seems to have quieted the doubters. And Dorian Williams has an opportunity to to show what he can do. And I, I do have to credit Sean McDermott and staff because that was – something that in years past they absolutely would not have done is put a rookie in this early in the season. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. There is another positive here. And the positive is the schedule. The Bills have an opportunity to get it right over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, they should have been much closer to getting it right in the last game, obviously. But now they're playing the Patriots, who are one in five, who are not scaring anybody. In fact, every week, it's getting louder and louder. People saying, it's time for Belichick to retire. I look you have at, feelings. I look at it. I look at it like the Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. When somebody brings you six, seven championships, do you not give them more grace? I'm just thinking. If it was me, okay. So that's saying if Sean McDermott, and Brandon Bean gives me seven championships, hell, if you give me one. Right at this stage of my life, if you give me one, I almost because I be thinking about it. Well, obviously, you know, now I'm talking about my fandom, so listen to what I'm saying, man, because I'm opening up my true heart and my feelings to you all, Bills Mafia. Sometimes I be thinking to myself, God, if you just give me one, I don't care if the rest of my life we have losing seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay, think about it, God, give me one. I'm 50 years old with high cholesterol, okay? I don't know how many more seasons I got. If you give me one, you could give me losing seasons for the rest of my life, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think that sometimes. So now I'm thinking, God, if you give me seven, if you give me six or seven championships, I don't think I can fix my mouth to say fire Sean McDermott. You can have this <laughs> job until you die or you want to just walk away from the game. I don't care if you have 20 consecutive losing seasons. You are the dude that brought Super Bowls to Buffalo. I'm always going to celebrate that. Now I'm saying that right now, okay? I'm saying that right now. If we won seven championships after five years of losing, I'm probably be like, I'll get rid of this Yahoo because I'm going to be brand new money. Like, right? I'm going to be new money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. So going back to New England, I don't know, bro. Can you tell Belichick to go on somewhere? Do you like Janet Jackson? I love Janet Jackson. What was one of her big early career hits? What have you done for me lately? Do, 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 do. Ooh, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And isn't sports the ultimate what have you done for me lately business? It is, bro. But you think you can fix your mouth to say fire Bill Bella? If you was a New England Patriots fan... Like, them booing, like, the year at the time Brady left, they was booing. And we were both on here like, I can't believe that they fixing their mouth to boo this man and this team. You got all these championships. So, I don't know. You're right. I guess you can use the argument you made, you know, a few minutes ago. You kind of want it both ways. But I would imagine, you know, that – I'm going to celebrate this dude long. How long is, How long has this been? Tom Brady been gone, what, like three four, three years? Yeah. Help me out here. I don't know. Just I think it's three years. Like three, four years, right? So you're not long. You're not far from winning. You think you're going to be like, fire this dude? I don't know. I just wonder how many times they can get blown out and he goes to the podium and says, well, we didn't play well in any aspects of the game. Don't care. We, we got to do gonna better. Out, I'm going to pull out my seven-time, six-time Super Bowl champ sweatshirt. Don't care. So Chuck Noll was let go after, what was it, three Super Bowls? And Mike Shanahan fired a few years after getting two Super Bowls with the Broncos. I... I don't know. Is there a point where you look at Bill Belichick, not as a coach, but also as the person making all the personnel decisions? Does that make it look any different to you as opposed to just being the head coach versus also being the general manager and consistently making decisions that aren't to the team's benefit? Right. It's kind of like Jerry Jones. You want to be the owner and you want to be the GM. Right. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just thinking in my mind, man, I'm just thinking that it'll, it'll take longer than three and four years for me to get to that point, huh? Mm-hmm. That's all. So, I, I mean, if if they're booing, it ain't like I'm saying, oh, because I hear a lot of people say, oh, that's just the Pat fans. They're just spoiled, blah, blah, blah. I get well, it. Well, yeah, they're spoiled. They're spoiled, right? And I get it. Everybody hates the Patriots. People are reveling in the fact that their fans are turning on them. I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know if that would be me, right? But once again, I mean, this is all, 
you know, speculate. I mean, I don't know how I would be. It's kind of like parenting, you know, like how so? Like, cause if I'm, let, let's just say, like, okay, when we were tailgating, right, Jalen was with us, right, yeah. and so let's just say if you saw me digging into Jalen for some reason, you'd be like, come on, Newt, man, cool out, you know, but you don't have children. So it's kind of like you would think you're thinking in your mind, well, if I had a great kid like Jalen and he's straight A student and do this, do that, I don't think I would talk to him like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's all speculative because you don't have children. You know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm not coming down on you or anybody who don't have children because I I used to be that way (laughs) before I had children. I used to be like my friends who had kind of like, why are you acting like that, man? Like leave the kid alone. The kid's a good kid. I didn't have children. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying that all to say, I'm saying that right now, but if I have six, seven championships and four years down the line, I might be born too. Because like I said, I'll be new money. Now the expectations mm-hmm. different, just like us right now, AFC East. If we don't win the AFC East, I think that's us taking a step back because mm-hmm. we've won the last three, four years. Right. Yeah. And and the way the path, we talked about this last year. We're going to touch on it again this week. The path is there for us. I don't think the Chiefs are chiefing like they were. I don't think the Bengals, the Bengals might be taking a step back. Uh, the Jets with that great defense, okay, lost Aaron Rodgers. So the path yeah. is kind of there. We just got to right. take advantage of it. You and know? It, let, let's talk about the schedule here. Yes. So the Bills are playing the Patriots and the Bucks. And they should both be wins. You would hope. Followed by the Bengals, which you kind of have to worry that the Bengals are going to get it straight when uh, Joe Burrow becomes healthier. Right. But then after that, you've got the Broncos, who are a mess. Yes. So you have, in the next four games, you should come out of there with three wins. Yes. And that's going to put you... At seven and three. Seven and three, you're still looking like a, a playoff team, aren't you? Yes, of course. But the, okay. the, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Now the schedule starts getting tougher. See the Jets. Yes, the I, I'm wondering if the Jets are just a bad matchup for Buffalo. Yes, because they got a great defense. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's just a a bad matchup. The Jets have played the Bills tough for years now. Yeah. Okay. So you should probably walk away with that one. With you should walk away from that one with the win. So now you're looking at eight and three. You're winning four of your next five. Bills can do that, right? But we, now we should be able to do it. But you look at how we've been playing the last eight quarters. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, we have to get better. If we play like we played before that, yeah, we'll drop one. If we play like we've been playing the last eight quarters, we're going to drop more than one. Oh, yeah, for for sure. <laughs> but but I guess the point I'm making is they have an opportunity to yes. get it right yes. against teams that talent-wise aren't on the same level. I agree. And they better because then you're getting Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. Yes. And Chargers. 
Chargers and the Chargers, who seem really good at choking. So let's. This is an opportunity, man, for us to stack wins, but we got to get it right, man. And it all begins and ends with Josh Allen. And I'm just talking about not even his play, but his health. Right. So hopefully. This isn't something that's going to linger, and I'm knowing him. He seems like the consummate professional. He's going to be in and, and get his treatment and, and be ready to go versus the Patriots. Yep. So. Yep. And and that's where it is. One game at a time. Let's, uh, I, I mean, let, let's get another win and maybe some style points with it to uh, to appease Bill's Mafia. You know, the Patriots game this Sunday is a 1 o'clock game. Do you realize yes. that that is only our second to last one o'clock game the rest of the season? It, it's insane. It's probably going to keep me from going to watch the bullpen because night games outside yeah. are awfully cold. And it's getting cold. Yep. And it's getting cold. But yeah, we got a bunch of eight o'clock games and four o'clock starts the rest of the season. We only play one o'clock versus the Patriots the next, well, the next two games versus Patriots. Right. So, and then the the final game of the season, the Dolphins game, it's TBD, right. but that's going to get flexed. That's going to definitely get flexed. It's going to be a Saturday night game. You know, that time of year is going to be three games on Saturdays and stuff like that. So hopefully. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be in Florida for the holidays. So hopefully it's a Saturday night game. We get to go. Ooh. I would like to see that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy. This was fun. It was. You got me man. fired up. I'm glad. I enjoyed that. I'm glad. This is the first in three years, man. I don't think you and I are really different, man. I tell you, I I I led off with we always, you know, see eye to eye, man. You you dug in me a little bit, man. I like it. Challenge you know, Challenge that is not the first time I've called you an ignorant slut, though. <laughs> and that usually happens when I disagree with you or you make a take that is so unbelievably untrue that I can't believe it. Like the time you said Isaiah McKenzie was better than Tyreek Hill. I said that. Yeah. Oh my God. I believe you. I don't think you would lie to me, but I do not remember. You know, I'm getting old my age, man. <laughs> what about? Yeah. I mean, I remember at the time when you said that, I'm like, Oh God, he's becoming senile. Don't talk about me. Let's talk. Hey, you know how you use a kid and your brother, you, they get on you. You be like, well, what about him? What about Seth? When he said he didn't like, uh, Kyle Williams. He said, I hate Kyle, Kyle Williams. Williams. <laughs> he said, I think he said Kyle Williams sucks. He sucks. <laughs> I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Shout out to that boy, Seth, man. That's my dog, man. And Everybody like, used to watch the game with us at uh, McFadden's back in the day, man. Oh, my God. And, and that was like more than 10 years ago. He said yes. that. He was just so frustrated. He was just so – and that's all it was, bro. We was at McFadden's. It went from week one. You couldn't find the seat to like at the week 16 where it's only like eight of us or nine of us in the whole bar, bro. <laughs> It felt like an AA meeting. I tell you, man, we were there. We'd be at every game, dude. And I don't that, really know if it was that. It was it just to support the team, or you know, the kids were small then. So I was like, dude, I need three, four hours of myself. I got to have a drink, have adult conversation. I don't even care if Buffalo's getting their butt kicked. I got to get out the house for a couple hours. Well, you know, part of it is <laughs> as a fan, like they weren't being shown on national television. Right. So, I mean, if you wanted to see your team play, you had to go somewhere and do it. Right. And 
<laughs> but by that time, everybody gave up, bro. I'm talking about week one. You couldn't find a seat at the bar. You know what I'm nope. saying? You had to get there three hours early. <laughs> Somebody got to hold the table, you know, then at the oh, end. Go ahead. You know what it was? I can't think of uh, the season. It was when the Bills started uh, 0-8. And I know I've talked about this before, but Kyle's screaming about Kyle Williams. I'm sorry, Seth yeah. screaming about Kyle Williams sucks. That was the season. We won our ninth game, and the crowd chanted, we're not Detroit. Yes. Which is yep. still one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. <laughs> and now look at Detroit. Detroit's like 6-1, and one, man. God, oh, they're great. They're, hey, they're legit, bro. Yeah. Detroit is legit, man. They're, they're not the laughing stock anymore, I tell you. But that's love, just goes, love me some Dan Campbell. Yeah, man. And that just goes to show when you get the right guy, you know it, and you know it quickly. It doesn't take forever. If you get the right person, things can change quickly, and it definitely has with them. Man, I I enjoy it, man. I got a lot of family in Detroit, man. You know, so I'm I'm happy for. Them. Well, I mean, a- after being through what we've been through as Bills fans, how can you not pull for Detroit? Right, right. You can't do nothing but respect it. So, I agree, buddy. I think it's time to wrap. Let's get the past this week, man. Hey, hey, hey. Let's go Buffalo. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.